Tired of ads crashing your comedy podcast party? Good news. With Amazon Music, you have access to the largest catalog of ad-free top podcasts, included with your Prime membership. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app or visit amazon.com slash comedy ad free. That's amazon.com slash comedy ad free. And catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. And here's your prescription. I know just the pharmacy to get this filled. Who are you? A pharmacy benefit manager. A middleman your insurer uses to decide which medicines you can get, what you pay, and sometimes even which pharmacy you should go to. Why can't I go to a pharmacy in my neighborhood? Because I make more money when you go to a pharmacy I own. <laughs> no one should stand between you and your medicine. Visit phrma.org slash middleman to learn more. Paid for by Pharma. Warning, this podcast contains paranormal, conspiracy, and true crime cases. The nature of these cases may be gory, unsettling, or vulgar. Please be advised. This episode is dedicated to the law enforcement and rescue teams out there searching for missing five-year-old Summer Wells from Rogersville, Tennessee. We will shine some more light during the episode if you guys want to know a little bit more about it. Yo, 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 and welcome back to Creeps and Crimes Podcast. Thank you. You're welcome. I'm Taylor. And I'm Morgan. And this is episode 39, 39. A- a.k.a. Taylor's Birthday App. Can we get a whoop, 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 whoop? 23, Jordan. Sploosh. I remember when we did it so perfectly. I know. We'll and never we'll, do it again. We'll never do that again that we'll one time. We'll never do it again. So um, we're recording this. If you guys follow us on Instagram, you already know. Uh, it is Sunday, June 20th, and uh, we are recording two episodes today. We thought about doing three, but you know us. <laughs> you know my ass is working on the second notes today, right before I left. I was driving down the interstate. Well, Logan was driving, and I was I'm listening. sitting here eating carrots like it's nothing. Go ahead. Sorry, everybody. We have a snack tray. And uh, I was doing all my notes for this episode, and he was like, I thought you guys were doing three. And I was like, oh, Logan. Well. Logan. We were just being really, like, over, over... Uh, enthusiastic. Yeah, I don't even yeah. know. We were going crazy. We're yeah. like, it'll be so much fun. We'll get hammered. Yeah. We'll just record three, maybe even four. We'll have pasta salad and we'll shit. Pa- we'll pasta salad. And then I was like, um, I can't before have pasta we start, salad. we forgot to say this last week. So happy Father's Day to our fathers out there yes, and happy our Father's Day. pops and our peepaws. Everybody you can think of. Yep. So happy birthday to my dad, Chip. Oh, happy birthday, Chip. I no, does it say happy birthday? Yeah. Happy Father's Day, not it, birthday. Wasn't his birthday? His birthday is in November. <laughs> We've already gone that. It's on Veterans Day. I was like, oh, I didn't even know. Happy birthday, Chip. Happy birthday. <laughs> happy Father's Day, Dad. Are we still recording? Yes. Okay. Um, happy Father's Day to my father, Mr. Bucky. Mr. Buck. Hey, Buckass Buck. Wild. Yeah, he's out fishing, enjoying his private time i guess and he's like just leave me alone for father's day i called him and he's like yeah i'm out on lake Erie. hold on i can't really hear you what you got on that reel man i'm like all right i'll all right, talk bye. to you later <laughs> happy father's day really nice chat goodbye we gotta go down last night me and my dad yesterday me and my whole family we we're gonna have a boat day it starts raining mm-hmm so we just went and we sat and we drank forever and we do this thing in my family for no reason and we find a central location and we sit in a circle and sometimes it's a tree, 
Sometimes it's a bush. Yeah. Other times it's an animal. Uh, this time it was a speaker. And what you do when you finish your beer or your drink, your seltzer, you crunch the can and you throw it in the middle. Yep. And it bounces off whatever's in the middle. So yesterday we did our celebratory thing that we do. Who knows why we do that? You guys are so funny. And we did that and we had a great time and we got to hang out with a bunch of our river neighbors, which we just are now meeting because last summer was so weird with oh, COVID. Yeah. yeah. Um, but the next weekend, as long as the rain doesn't yes, ruin it, fingers crossed. we're going to have a huge birthday party for me. So much fun. So, we can't wait. Yeah, I'm At so excited. River. Got some surprises in there. We're ready to go. We're so it's gonna be excited. So much fun. Also, there was one more thing that I wanted to mention that we before we get like real hype. Oh, um, Taylor's mom told me that I said this founder oh, yeah. of Scientology or the Bad Apples name wrong the entire podcast. So instead of sorry, Marley, sorry, Tanya, Tanya. <laughs> it is Hubbard. Yeah, not, not Hubert. But in my defense, there was like this guy that we knew in college and his was spelled the same way. And I thought it was pronounced that. Anyway. Just don't mind me. I'm eating broccoli now. Yeah. Anyway, it is Ron Hubbard. Hubbard. Yeah. And that's my correction. Yes, it's fine. So, Taylor, um, before we, well, you guys know we do birthday gifts. So before I give you my gift, I want you to pause the podcast because I want you to watch something that's relevant to today. Oh, shit. Okay, bye. Okay. (laughs) Hold on, everybody. Okay. Okay, so I just showed Taylor a news broadcast of this missing 29-year-old woman named Harmony Ashcroft, and her case is unsolved, and what... Who's better to solve a case than two white girls with a crime podcast? No. So part one of Taylor's birthday gift is the unsolved case files of 29-year-old Harmony Ashcroft. Shut up. You're kidding me. So we can do it whatever. Can and I open so, this? Yeah, fuck yeah. Oh my God. Guys, this is like an evidence uh, baggie. And it's got victim H. Ashcroft and the date uh, 5-8-1998. So we will designate Taylor as the lead detective on this case. This is the best birthday gift <laughs> I've ever gotten in my life. And your second gift, um, it's not here because Etsy takes a little longer because it's custom made with love. Custom but with love. it is a crystal sun catcher. <gasps> Yeah, you got yeah, that yeah. for me. Yeah, I did. Thank and you so much, I was like Morgan. looking at the one on TikTok that was like, you know, that keeps going out of sale. Yes, and like, girl. yes. And I was like, fuck, it's not going to be here. No, it's not. So this is, this is what you get. Guys. <laughs> oh my God. I need, I wish I, I have to post a video of this case file because it's crazy. Oh, Morgan, thank you so much. I love it. I thought it would be so fun. We can probably invite like Noodle and Nikki and McKenna over and we can solve the crime. And we'll do a crime night. Oh my God. All right, I'm going to be obsessed with it. Thank you so much, Morgan. I love it so much. I know you're watching that video. Like, what the fuck? I was like, what the fuck is she about to give me? Okay. Literally, Amazon has like the video for it. Oh my God. And you just like watch the news broadcast. Guys, literally. That was like the legit like, news <laughs> news covering of it. I was like, where the fuck is this going? <laughs> it was about this bride and it was like her her rehearsal dinner night. And then I was like, is this gonna she be got making into a fun fight of me? With her husband. <laughs> oh yeah. I was like, you know what? Actually, I didn't even piece two and two together. But <laughs> I was like, that sounds a lot like me. 
Oh, yeah, drinking game for this podcast. Every time oh, we yeah. drop an F-bomb, you got to take a chug. Okay, right. well, we should be drinking, like, 45 Yeah, let's just take already. a two-second chug. Um, we're also drinking High Noons. Uh, what flavor is this? Pineapple. Pineapple, guys. Mm. These are so easy to put down. They're 4.5 alcohol. Oh, guys, I forgot to tell you guys this. Can I say guys one more time? Literally, change the game. Guys, guys. Get to drink guys. when you say guys. So bottoms up, bitch. <laughs> so my nose is pretty stuffy. I'm sure you can tell. Um, we went to Logan's family's wedding and I get sick every time I travel. Yes. Yeah, and it's the airplanes. Yeah. Man. I got tested and everything. Everything's good. Um, but it's just a sinus infection. Yeah, I'm, I'm vaccinated, too. It's just like a, a little bit of a cold. So we actually had to postpone our recordings for last week because I was in terrible shape. Literally, I sent a voice recording like, to Morgan. We had this huge plan that was like, we'll, we'll bust out two or three this week, a couple more on Sunday, a couple more next week, and then we'll be good for July. We'll be done. Taylor sends me a voice recording. Hey, guys, welcome back to Creeps and Grimes. I'm like, okay, no way. We're not doing that. We're bullshit. not recording. Not today. It was so bad. It was so bad. So we pushed it, but which, you know, whatever sucks. But we're going to we're gonna bust it out as much yeah, as we can. We'll be fine. These next few days. But uh, I'm so excited to get started with my birthday episode. Yeah. Do you want to go first today or do you want to go last? Uh, I think I want to go first. Since I know you're doing a haunting. Okay. So uh, the end of this episode, I'm pretty positive is going to be super spooky if it's any of my favorite hauntings. Yeah. So let's save that for last. You guys can get a good buzz on. And we will have a definite buzz on, so I'm sure we'll have a couple TFUs. Yes. And then listen <laughs> to that shit in the dark. So I'm going to start with mine. Or not. Listen to it. Or not with my story. You can probably skip mine as a whole. But um, no, don't all skip right, it. Intro then. Okay, intro. Uh, okay. You go. <laughs> okay, intro. What is our intro? Uh, yo, if yo, you're, yo. Oh, there we go. If you're driving, throw that shit on cruise control. If you got a glass, pour that shit up. And let's get creepy. Taze B Day edition. Okay, wait, 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 wait. Before we get started, <laughs> I had to tell you something that I did in honor of Father's Day. Okay. Okay. I reminded myself so much of my dad today that I got so cracked up at myself. I was snorting and bent over laughing at myself in my front yard. So I'm walking down to the laundry room and our laundry room's outside of our house. So I'm having to like walk all the way down to get to our basement. And Logan's already in the basement and I'm just like getting excited. I'm going down there to get the high noons that I left down there and put them in the refrigerator. I'm walking down there. I'm like so excited to be recording <laughs> and I'm like smiling and I'm laughing at myself. And I was like, this is gonna, in my head. I'm like, this is going to be so much fun. And then I pump my fist up in the air. No, <laughs> yeah, I you did it. I went, yeah. I was there. I was like. Jeff Hooker? Is that you? There are so many little moments where I'm like, wait a second. That was gross. Yeah. Oh, that's hilarious. It was hilarious. I went down to Logan and I told him. In honor of Father's Day. Yeah, in honor of Father's Day. And I told him what I did. He was like, you are awful. I cannot even look at you. Yeah. I was like, yeah. I'm like, pump my fist in the air like the breakfast club. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. That's funny. All right, all right. Yeah, I'm really excited to hear this. I know what you're talking about. But what? tell them what you're talking about. Okay, guys. So today I'm going to cover this case that I've wanted to cover for the longest. For the longest. Um, and I've just waited for the right time to do it. 
and I'm going to be covering the 1940s Russian sleep experiment. Ooh! Uh, I'm going to do my sources at the end, just because there's so many, and uh, we'll get back to that. So I'm just going to go right into it. So this story took place around World War II. So there's a lot of experiments going on that are involving prisoners of war or political prisoners. And all of these experiments are pretty controversial. That's it, right? Yeah. Guys. Controversial. TFUs. Controversial. Come to TFUs for that. Yeah. We um, backed up a, uh, yeah, a little bit. We're bad. Uh, <laughs> obviously. So this particular experiment was to see how humans' brains would operate and how their behavior would change after no sleep for 30 days. Dude, okay, stop real quick. Did you watch the movie Awake? Mm, it's it's new on Netflix. Maybe. It has, um, what's her name as the main character? June from Handmaid's yeah. Tale. I, I saw the trailer oh, wait, for no, it. No, that's not her. No, it's not June from Handmaid's Tale. It's freaking Jane from Jane the Virgin. That's the main character. Are you kidding? No, I'm not kidding. Anyway. I think I saw the, the trailer for it. It's about this, um, this some type of like uh, outer space event that, I don't even know, changes <laughs> the electrical something in your head and it causes you not to be able to sleep. <gasps> Oh, God. And so all these people are going fucking ballistic. Drink. Yeah. Oh, drink. I'm like, yeah, drink. (laughs) Anyway, yeah, this is really similar to that movie. Yeah. You have to watch it. So in an attempt to make this sound better, the test subjects, a.k.a. prisoners, um, they volunteered with quotes around it. Right. But if they volunteered, they were promised their freedom after the experiment took place. So five test subjects were chosen and put into one giant airtight sealed room. This is because in order to keep the subjects awake, scientists were pumping this airborne stimulant into the room along with oxygen. What? So it's like if there was like an airborne Adderall and we were just wired. They were just pumping cocaine right. in there. Literally, like just brrr, I don't know why they just weren't cutting lines up for them. That's Line just up. what we need cut, to do cut, in cut, college. Cut, cut. <laughs> like the library just needs to have an airborne stimulant in it. Yeah. You know? Legit. So their oxygen intra- uh, intake had been tracked and heavily monitored using this formula that broke down how much uh, air one human would need per space that large. So, like, so they the were only footage. giving them enough oxygen to survive no they were giving them you know double that basically but it was tracking the intake of each of the subjects so we were able to see how much of the oxygen was being inhaled by each prisoner but it was like you were able to see so you were involved in this yeah i was i could see it with my own two eyes you were you were there yes so yes this was my own experiment okay yeah Yeah. so you were there in world war ii (laughs) yeah Yeah. okay got it So since it was the 1940s, this took place before closed circuit cameras. So they only had microphones and five inch thick glass portholes that were like windows for the um, chamber to be monitored with. No, I would need some sunlight. Well, yeah, but they didn't have that. So they basically had like fluorescent lights. And gas. In the chamber, the scientists stocked it. I put stoked it with. Okay. Stocked scientists it. Scientists stoked it up. They stoked it they up. They toked it with up. With books. With weed. 
<laughs> they choked it up. That'd make them fall asleep. They choked that shit up, man. Um, they stocked it with books, cots, with no bedding, since the entire point of this was not to sleep. Um, running water and a toilet and enough food to last all five subjects well over a month. So there was enough supplies for them to last, all five of them, to have abundant snacks and food for well over a month. Without anyone having to go in and intervene. Right. Okay. So the initial five days were fine. Um, subjects behaved normally, talking to um, the to each other, talking to the researchers through the one-way glass, not complaining, and honestly just like chilling. They were just like cooling out, reading books, eating snacks, talking to people, whatever. But it was noted that after day four, subjects' conversations began to get darker and darker. They began talking about their traumas and just like nightmares that they had had in like their life and just really dark shit, you know, which at the same time, I'm wondering like if someone put me in a room for a few days, what they would think about the shit I had to say, you know, like, damn, after 24 hours, she started talking some really dark shit. Yeah. (laughs) She's talking about this one murder she was obsessed with. Legit. So on day five... A little bit of a minor panic began to set in with the um, subjects. They began complaining about the experiment, and each of the subjects began to demonstrate severe paranoia. They would whisper into the microphones and the portholes secrets that were shared by the other subjects, hoping to win the liking of the researchers, but would no longer speak with the other subjects. They would only talk to the portholes and the microphones. And it was all whispers. This is thought to just be like paranorm- paranoia as a side effect of the gas that was in there. And um, researchers were like, well, no, that's a known side effect of like people being on stimulants. Like they be- began to get very paranoid about everything. So the whispering continued for the next four days. Just on and so on. So could and on. they like not sleep or they were like, no, we won't sleep. They couldn't sleep. Because even the if stimulant. they tried, they okay. couldn't sleep. So it was basically literally like if we were chugging energy drinks, just on and on and okay. on. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So on the ninth day, one of the test subjects began screaming at the top of their lungs while running around the length of the chamber for three consecutive hours. Oh, my God. After this, he continued to attempt to scream. However, there was only the sound of, like, a squeak that would come out, meaning that he had physically ripped his vocal cords by screaming. What Mm -hmm. the fuck? Yeah. Drink. Oh, fuck you. I did it on purpose. (laughs) I was going to stop it. Why? But I wanted to put the fuck in there and drink again. Oh, my God. We have to drink three times now. All right. So... In these hours of the screaming and the running and the tearing of the vocal cords, terrible, like worst yeah, nightmare. That sounds horrible. The four other subjects were basically unbothered and they just continued to whisper into the microphones. Like they, it's like they didn't hear what was going on, they didn't see it, they just were unbothered by it. That is until the second subject began screaming. So now we have two screaming and there's three remaining. Well, When the second one began screaming, the three remaining subjects who had not been screaming began to rip all of the pages out of the books that were in there for them to read. Once all of the pages were ripped out, the subjects began using their own feces to calmly plaster all of the pages to the windows in the chamber. Mm -hmm. 
Like to block their view? Yeah, they just in. were doing it all in like synchronicity. Like they planned this out. After each and every one of the five portholes were completely blocked off, the screaming just stopped. And so did any and all whispering. Three days went by and there was not even a peep from the chamber. What? Not a single sound. So researchers are like, holy shit. So our microphones have got to be broken. No yeah. question like we about gotta it. We got to get in there. Right. So they start like testing the microphones, thinking like this is like near impossible for five subjects to be in one room and not hear a single like movement, nothing. They couldn't hear anything. So all of the tests came back on the microphone as perfect. They were all working, they were on, and they were operating correctly. So researchers began to worry that they were dead, so they tested the oxygen consumption within the chamber, that formula I was telling you about. The test indicated that all five subjects were alive. In fact, their oxygen consumption was the same as five people who were in a room of that size doing strenuous activity. So like crazy exercise. So they're taking in a lot of oxygen. Double the oxygen that normal people would take in. On the morning of the 14th day, the researchers began to almost panic, worrying about the state of their subjects. Because because of this, they decided to do something to get a reaction out of the subjects. They announced over the intercom system, quote, We are opening the chamber doors to test the microphones. Step away from the doors and lie flat on the floor or you will be shot. Compliance will earn one of you immediate freedom. One calm voice responded. So this is the first that they've heard since like day nine. We no longer want to be freed. What? After this research, I mean, after this response, a huge debate broke out among the researchers and the funding military forces. Again and again, they tried to get another response, but the subjects would not respond to anything. There was nothing, not even a sound of movement. It was then that they decided that the researchers would open the chamber on the min- on midnight of the 15th day. So midnight comes, and the chamber was flushed of the stimulant gas and filled up with fresh air. Immediately, Three different voices began pleading for their lives. Turn the gas back on. Please turn the gas back on. And they were doing it directly into the microphone. So it was like screaming in the in the research room. As if they had grown dependent on it. At this time, the cha- uh, chamber doors were opened and soldiers were armed and, with warm ge- uh, war gear and entered the room. At this time, the subje- subjects began screaming. And so did the guards that entered the room. Four of the five subjects were still alive. But I wouldn't necessarily call it alive because they were hanging on by a thread. The subjects were sitting in four inches of water and blood. The water subjects, from where? I don't know. Pee? I don't know. The subjects had used the meat and muscle of the dead subject to clog all of the drains throughout the room. The four of the five that were still technically alive had chunks of skin and muscle peeled off of their bodies. All this damage was done by their own hands to the point that their fingers were just exposed bone, muscles, and tendons. After further investigation, it was determined that each of the subjects had done this to themselves. They didn't pull the skin off of each other. They did it to themselves. 
Oh, All four of the surviving sub- subjects had their organs from their rib cage down outside of their body and sprawled across the floor. You could see their digestive tracts laying out, spread across the floor with digestion happening of their own flesh. Yeah. Military forces had to come in and remove them from the chamber, yet most of the soldiers refused to enter the room. Two of the soldiers that went in there to remove the subjects were badly injured after having their testicles ripped off of their bodies and an artery bit out of their leg. And one was killed after um, one of the subjects bit his neck and ripped all of like the side of his neck off. Zombie ass shit. Literally. After this, five of the um, guards that went into the the chamber that day committed suicide. They never ever wanted to leave the chamber. The remaining subjects. It was a struggle. One of the four living subjects had his spleen ruptured and bled out almost immediately. The researchers attempted to sedate him, but it was proving to be like impossible. He was injected with more than 10 times the human dose of morphine derivative and still fought like a concerned animal. He broke ribs and arms of one doctor. But even after the subject's heart stopped beating, he continued to scream more, more, more for five minutes after this. The surviving three uh, test subjects were heavily restrained and moved to a medical facility. The two um, with the intact vocal cords continuously begged for the gas for the gas demanding to be kept awake. They did not want to fall asleep. All three subjects had to go through surgery and a drug a drug was used to paralyze them. However, it still was not making them fall asleep. After the drug wore off and the surgery was complete, doctors continually asked what they ha- why they had done this to themselves and why they wanted to go back to the gas. However, they would only repeat the words, I must remain awake. I must remain awake. All three of the subjects were placed on restraints after their surgery and put back into the chamber. However, one of the sub- subjects was mute, as I said before, because he was screaming. Mm-hmm. While the researchers and military forces debated on what to do with these test subjects, they then decided to see how the subjects would react, react once they were put back on the gases. Before turning on the stimulant gas, researchers connected EEG monitors to each of the subjects to monitor their, their brain waves. Right? Is it EEG? I think yeah. So. Yeah. And each of their restraints were padded for long-term confinement. Once the gas was turned back on, one of the speaking subjects began humming loudly and continuously. The mute subject began to struggle with all of his might to be let free from the restraints. And the third subject hung his head off of his pillow and was blinking rapidly. The EEG was showing that his brain waves were normal for some time, and then they would just flatline. They would start back up, and they would flat-like again. As if he was continuously experiencing brain death, but then surviving it. What? Yeah. On earth? Yeah. Until, like, this is crazy. Yeah. This is why it's the craziest story I've ever heard. Legit. Until the How many sub- times am I going to say legit today? I said it four times, Drink. I think. <laughs> Didn't even say the F word. Legit. Legit. Um, We need a drink in the middle of the story anyways. It's terrible. Until the subject fell asleep 
And then he died. Dude. The only remaining speaking <laughs> subject. So now we have the mute subject and one speaking subject. The only remaining speaking subject was screaming for researchers to close the chamber because technically the doors were still open. They were just giving some of the gas. However, medical professionals were watching the EEG and it was showing that he was brain dead. And he was still like close yeah, to chamber. he had no waves. The commander gave the official orders to seal off the chamber and double pump the gas. Oh, these are zombies. With the two living subjects, one dead... Uh, subject and three armed researchers inside one of the three armed researchers turned to the commander and shot him dead before turning the gun on the mute subject and shooting him point blank between the eyes wait how long were they in there before all this they had just been, been like in the doorway where it was like the fresh air and the stimulant air but they were the commander was demanding that they would close off the chamber with the researchers in it he then turned the gun and pointed it on the one remaining subject. At this point, military and research personnel stormed the room. One of the armed res- the armed researcher who had just shot everybody, with his gun drawn, began pleading, I won't be locked in here with these things, not with you, and he pointed the gun at the subject. He then asked the subject, what are you? I must know. The sub, who has no brain waves, by the way. The subject smiled and said, have you forgotten so easily? We are you. We are the madness that lurks within you, begging to be free at every moment in your deepest animal mind. We are what you hide from in your beds every night. We are what you sedate into silence and paralyze when you go to the nocturnal heavens where we cannot trend. The researcher paused, then aimed the subject at the aimed the gun at the subject's heart and fired the eeg flatlined once again and he said so nearly free and that's the russian sleep experiment oh my god so my resources that's are insane reddit wiki youtube infographic show creepy pasta wiki mm-hmm. and then that's why we drink podcast so this is actually a creepypasta. There's no way. This is a creepypasta. And for There's no way. you guys that don't know, a creepypasta is kind of like a Mandela effect. Um, but it's basically a story that was created on like 4chan or like some deeper message boarding social media. Yeah. And it just like gets shared through the internet and it's so and detailed and that it grows it's like, and it grows and it grows. And people start to actually believe, believe it. it. Yeah. And this is one of them. And the first time I ever heard it was when M covered it on and that's why we drink. And it shook me so hard. I called Morgan and I was like, listen to what I have to tell you right now. That's insane. Yeah. I mean, I, I know all about it, but it's like, like you've never heard so, the details. No, of it. no, I haven't. Like, and that's, it's so detailed. It's probably one of the most detailed creepypastas I've ever literally heard or read. Right. It's just so perfect. I mean, even on some websites, you can find the name of the researchers. So That's people crazy. say that it is a creepypasta and other people do say that this was a true experiment that did happen and they deemed it a creepypasta mm-hmm. because it that's what they do shared. all conspiracies yeah because I mean, god knows like government testing has gone on with no sleep exactly. imagine like the military people that we keep up for days and days and days right like there's gotta be a research 
experiment that went on with this and well how do, how else did we know that we can't stay up past this many days right like it's like known that you need to have sleep within whatever it is 72 hours whatever it is i right. don't know like where'd that come from right you had to have done some type of experiment. there was a research that was done on it and oh that's so freaky right it's so weird so weird so that's my story, and I'm sorry that just to tell you it's a creepy pasta at the end. But oh my god, it's such a good story. It was good. You told it good, <sighs> except for me like fucking up every oh, drink, oh. fucking up every word, drink and again. <laughs> and uh, having a stuffy nose. But we did it. We did it. It was good. I loved it. Add time. Add time. Let's get started. The thing that I hate every morning is doing my mascara. I can live without foundation and lipstick. Thank you, Mouse, for that. But when I don't have anything on my lashes, I look dead. The thing that makes my morning smoother and my routine faster is having my lash extensions done. Getting them done is no burden, as it is the true beauty sleep that when you wake up from your nap, you feel like a million bucks and hotter than Kim K herself. That's my girl. Lash extensions are new to Knoxville, but not new to the beauty world. Asia K Salon has been in business over eight plus years with nine plus advanced lash courses, allowing them to give you the ultimate best lash experience possible. And let me tell you, their lash beds are comfortable. If you mention our names and that you heard us talk about them on our most recent podcast when you make your next appointment, you will receive 44% off. You can find them on Facebook or on Instagram at Asia K Salon or their website asiakesalon.com Happy lashing! Okay, so oh, I... Morgan, what do you have for us yeah, today? Right, <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> so, for today, I texted Taylor, I was like, what do you, what's your favorite thing that, I mean, it's your birthday episode, so what's your favorite thing that, and that's why we drink, because that's our favorite podcast favorite has ever. ever covered. So... She sent me three or four different topics, and I went through, I listened, I did a little research, whatever, and I decided to cover Peggy the doll. Oh, and my I will, God. I will say to you that I am fucking pissed. Drink. Drink. That I picked this topic because, guys, it's honestly, like, terrifying. It's really bad. <laughs> So I have some Tums in my backpack just in case we get any little chest pains or whatever. And you guys will see what I mean. Um, So before we start, my sources are, and that's why we drink podcasts, redbookmagazine.com, dailymail.co.uk, mirror.co.uk, and dreadcentral.com. Do you have a code name that you want to use for the doll? No, let's just do it. Oh my God, we're going to make these people sick. Yeah. So, trigger warning. Trigger warning. Big trigger warning. Yeah. Um, you guys are welcome to not listen to this episode if you want. Because this is like black eyed kids. Yeah, shit. because just listening or talking about the doll has brought horrors and sickness to some people. But if you are going to stay, before you jump on Google, you nosy little mother truckers. Yes. And see I said truckers, and <laughs> type in Peggy the doll. Um, please listen to this entire segment because it is not for the average everyday no. person to go and look at this doll. What the fuck are we going to do for the post? <laughs> oh, oh, that's an, another thing. AKA, so don't look at her picture and we probably will not be posting her picture on yeah. Instagram. It'll be more of a do your own Google search if you dare kind yeah. of thing. Like at your own risk. 
Just for the safety of you guys. Not me wanting to Google it right now. <laughs> I have never I, looked it up. No, you. I have, I've saw it 40 times today. Oh, God. Because every article that I'm looking at, it's like the video, the picture, another picture, a picture of her sitting in a like pentagram thingy in the oh, basement of a house. God. I'm like trying to like zoom by it. But like before, I didn't know, don't look at the picture. So I'm like, oh, yeah, that's a pretty cool fucking doll. Drink. Drink. I mean, it was... It's a cute doll. I will say that. It, it is. is a glassy, blue-eyed doll. She has a blonde, like, bob wig. She's like the definition of a Karen if you put her in doll form. Right. And, like, she honestly, like, looks like an American Girl doll that I probably would have bought. Yeah. Like, with a cool little story. Like, she's a very, very pretty doll. Do you want to use a code name? I, I'm fine with not if you're if you are okay. I with mean, it. I literally I'm gonna get tormented. Yeah, so we're gonna just go ahead and say your name. But um, before we get started on the listeners episode that was put out right after this, episode. I read a Reddit story about it. I wonder if this is what they put out. And that's how we drink. Um, they had one of their listeners like gotten a terrible accident that's while it. listening to this, and another one got sick and um. Well, a lot of them got sick and, like, vomited. So, uh, beware. Beware. Um, I'm getting, like, nauseous because I'm nervous. <laughs> yeah. Just, honestly, like, you guys legit, like, don't legit again drink. But you don't have to listen to this because it's a real thing for sure. Like, all, it's all a seriousness thing. here, it is a legit drink. Drink. Time real sure. thing. And I don't want you guys to get hurt or sick or but now that we're telling them not to listen to it they're gonna they're gonna have to listen to it okay so i wish i could like do like a live poll do you guys want us to use the name okay the poll is in and they want us to use the name yeah Uh, yeah it was a fake poll um but yeah beware and this is the best birthday present ever well (laughs) i you would never do this if it wasn't for me no i I would never do this ever (laughs) So Peggy's story starts with a British paranormal investigator named Jane Harris. Jane ran or runs currently an organization called Haunted Dolls, and she actually is the one who received the Peggy doll from an unnamed woman. So this woman who owned the Peggy doll before sending it to Jane said that she was being haunted in her dreams. She'd wake up, she'd feel real hot, her face was hot, and she'd feel just like, like, just shook, like just like something's not right. So somehow, it doesn't say, but somehow she designated this to be the cause of this doll. So she tried to move the doll around the house, but no matter where it was, the nightmares continued. They persisted. They were like adamant about having nightmares. This poor woman. So she even reached out to a local priest at one point, and she had two visits at her house, and the nightmare still went on. Oh my god. After this event, she suffered from fever and hallucinations, and she decided that, okay, like, it's time to get rid of this doll because it is the center of all strange things happening right now in my life. Right. So this woman jumps on Google, and a quick Google search led her to Jane Harris's organization, a.k.a. the Haunted Dolls, and then the doll was shipped off. Jane Harris and her team started a media investigation about this doll and who possessed it or what was attached to it right um while there is still argument currently that some truly believe that she has a demonic spirit attached to her 
Harris's team discovered that Miss Peggy is likely possessed by a spirit of a woman who was born in 1946 in London. This woman died of a chest condition, possibly asthma, something like that, where she had a hard, hard time breathing, I guess. And something different. This woman hated clowns. Mm-hmm. Hates clowns. <laughs> I don't know how they figure that out, but whatever. you know, it's so Feel funny. that girl. Yeah, I think was that on the and that's why I drink podcast. It was on Daily Mail, but yeah, I, I did hear it on there. So what's so ironic about M covering it is that they were actually a, a clown. Were they called Sassy the Clown, I think? Yeah. And they went to clown school and all this shit. Clown college. So the fact that they were covering it was just like so ironic. It was hilarious. And um, if you guys haven't heard that episode or you don't listen to them, they started this off because they experienced this clown at a museum, which I'll talk about a little bit more. Um, Not so much their experience, but if you remember their experience, I want you to talk about it. I don't remember it off the top of my head because I only listened to Peggy the Doll episode once. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I wouldn't listen to it again. And probably if you're listening to this the second time, don't. It was the day I went and bought that um, fresh fresh sage from... uh, uh, Were we in Ewok? We were in Ewok, and it was when I went and bought it from... So you're probably the reason that Kay came after us. Curiosities. Oh, they don't even know who Kay is yet. Patreon. Talk about it on Patreon later. (laughs) Yeah. In October. Catch on that. Kay was cool. She was nice. She liked me a lot. Yeah, she's cool. We'll talk about it. I'm the reason, actually. Anyway. um, (laughs) So the doll has been since studied by four different psychic mediums, and they all agreed that she was, quote, restless or frustrated or previously persecuted. So they kind of tied this in with being involved in the Holocaust. Peggy doesn't give off your usual haunting. She's a little different. So just by viewing Peggy's picture or having an encounter with the doll that is currently at the Zach Baggins Museum in Vegas. I almost went to that. You should have. I don't know why you didn't. Because they were uh, booked up for the day. Oh, I didn't know yet. Oh, well, COVID too. Yeah, me and my dad tried to go, but my mom was like, don't you dare go there. Don't you even think about it. (laughs) So just by looking at her picture, people have reported feeling nauseous or they get headaches or they start having chest pains. Some even say that they start to hallucinate. Um, One person in particular has reported that they have gotten visions of mental institutions and feeling like really intense anxiety. Oh, God. So this case may be familiar to you guys. Um, Back in 2015, a video of Peggy the doll went viral. Just from the video, over 80 people reached out to Jane Harris and they stated that they experienced sickness, chest pains, nausea, headaches, hallucinations, anxiety, whatever it was. 80 people. Oh my God. And this video, of course, I'm scrolling through the Daily Mail and they're like, watch if you dare. And I'm like, there's the video right there. And what it was, it was Jane and the doll. I think it was Jane. Um, And they were like in this basement. And there's other different like um, possessed possessions around them or like objects around Mm -hmm. them. Um, I don't know what happened in the video. I don't want to watch, but whatever. One, no, I'm not watching it. <laughs> one British woman claimed that after watching the video, she experienced chest pains and then she suffered a heart attack <gasps> oh, God. from watching this video. Jeez. After the video was released, Jane was being blown up in her inbox. And this is basically people being like, yo, help me. What 
the truck, I'm not drinking, what the truck just happened to me. Like, what's going on? Like, I need you to help me. And what so the Jane, fuck just Jane happened had to me? a Facebook group page or maybe just a page in general that her fans followed this haunted dolls community. They followed yeah. her page and this is where everything was posted. So anyone that reached out to her, they kind of were already previously involved in the paranormal community. Um, but it got viral. So every common day citizen or person common day apparently citizen. apparently also had stuff going on too so i'm sure a lot more people had reactions to this video but didn't um, know know or thought it was just like a coincidence and never reported it so one lady actually reached out to jane and she said that she opened a photograph of peggy when her computer froze on the picture stop which is weird which is weird um sorry let me finish that sentence and her room went cold once the picture froze when i was looking at this shit i kid you not i couldn't scroll so when i do my notes i pull up my google docs you you split the screen i put my google docs on the right side and i have my notes on the left side right and i could easily scroll on my google docs and then i'd go back to the daily mail and i couldn't fucking scroll stop it wasn't on a picture it was on the words but i literally like that website was like frozen and like it just had like the buffering sign above it but all my other five tabs that i had up they were all fine oh my and god and this one i had been on for probably like 10 or so minutes at that point so i don't know if that's just a coincidence probably not that's what everyone thinks but it was weird I'm that's for sure out. yeah it was definitely weird um hold on i lost where i was okay um the same woman that her computer froze on her Peggy's picture. She said that she felt someone was in the room with her. And then she started to hear something moving oh, around no. the room. Jane said that this woman was messaging her through Facebook during all of this. So like simultaneously, like her, she's feeling something in the room. Something's going on. So she jumps on her phone, gets on Facebook, starts messaging Jane, and she's desperately asking her what she should do. So Jane, who had Peggy in her possession at the time, took her into an isolated room in the basement and she begged and asked Peggy to stop tormenting this woman. After this, and this is like in Europe and this woman is in the United States. Right. After this, the woman said everything returned to normal. Oh my God. So this... chills. Yeah, this entity or whatever, it is possible to haunt you through your computer screen or your television technology. And which is not really popular and a lot of people believe that they can't so on reddit like they're like no like that's not possible but this story really proves that that is freaking possible right jane also said that another woman reached out to her to let her know that she had experienced some light bulbs blow out and she really felt a heavy presence in her house after she had spoken out loud about peggy the doll to a friend oh my god so if any light Great. bulbs start busting out, we don't have any lights on, but we're screwed. <laughs> look around. Um, Jane Harris also warned people that she is known to affect people's dreams, which is something that we already know, because that is literally the reason that Jane received Peggy, the woman in London said, or not London, the woman in wherever she was from said that this dog, this doll is tormenting my dreams. Can't right. talk. Sorry. Too many high noons. It's fine. Um, <laughs> But she told the story of a woman who recently had a visit from a lady in her dreams, warning her about one of her cats after viewing the video of the doll. Do you remember this? I do, I think. Um, The next morning, after someone literally came to her dreams and said, 
we all watch your cats. The next morning, this woman's cat was very ill, and then it died the next day. No one fucking come near my cats. Literally, if you are listening to this. Don't fuck with my please cats. Please don't. Please don't. Come here. Because and I'm going to have to do like crazy shit if something We're going to have to sage after this, Yeah, I'm going to sage. Actually, I'm going to light the sage right now. Sage is lit. The she's sage lit. is lit. Um, she's lit. Anyway, Jane at this point was like stunned with confusion on who this doll was and or what she went through or like what her history was. I mean, they yes, they knew she was a woman from London. She possible ties to the Holocaust. But after working with the doll, Jane found out Peggy was disgusted with the fact that her previous owner put a cross necklace around her. So this led them to believe, okay, well, maybe she's a demonic spirit after all, you know, which led to an automatic writing session with the doll. An automatic writing session is a ritual where a psychic will communicate with the spirit and then produce any messages they have without consciously writing. So you probably have a better gist of this. They just what? Right. They just. So you basically like kind of like disassociate. Mm hmm. And let, like, a spirit take over your hand. So it's different than, like, automatic speaking where you let a spirit come into your body and use your mouth. Yeah. They're allowed to use your hands and you still have control over your mouth and your brain and everything. And you just let your hand write whatever happens. That's so weird to me. Um, During this session, the words that came out were star and then the name David. And prior to this, two different mediums also felt that she had links to the Holocaust and was possibly Jewish, which all makes sense. Because, I mean, if you think about it, if you were Jewish, you probably aren't going to appreciate the... The Holocaust. Yeah, or the cross. Or a cross, right. Um, But that is... yeah. Well, they're definitely not going to appreciate that. Um, But that is not all that was wrote. During the automatic writing session, Peggy had given a message to a woman who was part of the haunted dolls community. And this connection wasn't made until afterwards. So let me tell you a little bit about this woman. She is a developing medium named Lindy, and she was following along the Peggy the Doll story in the Haunted Dolls Facebook page or group. Anytime she commented her thoughts about Peggy or her feelings... Every single one of her comments got duplicated. And this wasn't happening for anyone else. So she just thought, okay, like it's a Facebook glitch. Something's wrong with my Facebook. Right. Um, But when she would comment on other threads, it wouldn't happen. And then she'd jump back to the thread about Peggy and it would happen again. Then she'd jump to a thread that wasn't about Peggy and it wouldn't happen. So when she realized this wasn't a glitch, her face became very hot and flushed and her dog started barking erratically. So she also started to feel that she was not alone in the house anymore. This is just a random Facebook user commenting on this post. She spoke out loud to the empty room, apologizing to Peggy for chatting about her. And her symptoms had stopped and the dog got quiet. Oh, my God. Yeah. Three days later, Lindy watched another video about Peggy the doll. For a while now, Lindy has always wanted to have a conversation with her daughter about her daughter's mental health issues. After watching this video, she felt like inspired to do so, to go ahead and have that conversation. She found herself wanting to have a much needed heart to heart with her daughter. Lindy said that everything she had been holding back for months were flowing out of her mouth, like it maybe it wasn't even her. She also said, quote, I found it very difficult communicating in such a way with her due to her illness. I felt that Peggy actually had helped me. So maybe she's not that bad after all. Right. But this all took place while the automatic writing session was happening, which had not been streamed or broadcasted or talked about on Facebook. So this woman, Lindy, had no idea what they were doing in their 
little private research room. Right. No one in the community knew about it. After this conversation with her daughter, Lindy jumped on Facebook only to see a new discussion post about what they had found during the automatic writing session. She read how they saw the star, the David, everyone was talking about making connections to the Holocaust, but she couldn't believe her eyes when she when she saw what else was written on this paper. What was it? Quote, Lindy, girl, explanation, draw a line. Lindy said it was what she had just talked about between her and her daughter. <gasps> like this mother fricker used her name hundreds of miles away the only connection was through facebook and this doll talked about her by name through the automatic writing session oh my god how creepy is that that is so creepy so freaking creepy jane harris found this doll intriguing and more and more occurrences throughout the internet were being reported to her so she decided to keep continuing her private studies on the doll quoted from jane she said Just the other night, we held a session with her, and I made lots of notes as the pendulum was going crazy. The next morning, I couldn't find my notepad anywhere, and when I did find it, I couldn't even reach it. It had been placed up in the joists of the ceiling in our basement. My husband had to use a ladder to get it down. Oh, my God. So she posted a picture of this book up in the basement, and I saw it. Um, Many people who saw the picture on Facebook felt that she did not want... Jane to tell the people the information that she gained during her session. And Jane actually kept that information private. She hasn't released it. So Jane kept the doll in her possession for two more years until it was bought by Zach Baggins in 2017. Baggins featured an episode of the doll on his series, Deadly Possessions. He was very skeptical of the doll until the filming took place. So the following I'm going to read is quoted from Zach Baggins. He said, I was very skeptical of this claim until the doll caused very terrifying activity during our filming, including manifestation of flies, camera problems, negative mental effects on me, poltergeist activity. Peggy the doll will be displayed at the Haunted Museum, but releases will have to be signed should visitors want to see her. I've met many haunted dolls, including Robert the doll and Harold the doll, but none have ever affected me as bad as Peggy the doll. When we were filming her with her on Deadly Possessions, flies manifested out of nowhere and swarmed me, and then I had a dark energy overcome me. I interviewed a woman who told me while crying she suffered a heart attack within seconds of looking at her. There was no doubting her. We also did a seance with Peggy in a well-known medium, and we heard a typewriter start typing by itself. Peggy is the type of haunted doll that will put your bravery to the test if you look at her or not, and there will be very strict guidelines for those who choose to view her exhibit at the Haunted Museum, including signing releases. I wish I would have gone. Would you have saw this doll? Yeah, I would have gone and saw You would have signed a release and went and looked at that doll in its face. Yes. After all of this. Yeah. I totally would have. No question. I would not. You would not? I don't think so. I, I feel like I'm in such you a good place. Look her up. I no. Look her up. If you would go see her in a in controlled person, environment, then look her ass up right now. I would do it in a controlled environment, but never in my home. You would do it in a haunted museum with other. They get they get it all clear. around. They get it cleansed constantly. Yes, I would. One hundred percent, I would. Would I ever do it in my home? No way. No, I mean, y'all so know what, what happened what when you, I watch a conjuring. What do you think she is? Do you think she's like a demonic spirit? That's like maybe no. that's maybe covering by saying I'm this woman. Maybe I mean that's, that's a kind possibility. of what I think. That's because a big. Possibility. She is a very strong spirit to or, be able to go through the internet and 
television. Or it was someone who was like a spiritualist before and knew how to manipulate it. That's true. Now, do I? Th- it's there's such a the sickness and the flies. That's all demonic. Yeah. But everything Zach Bagan says. It's, mm. it's hearsay. It's dram- dramatized. Dra- yeah. yeah, whatever the name. I agree. That. I agree. And he he's really hard to like credit. Yeah, but he also probably is more experienced than anyone. Right, with like dealing with these things. So. Right, like he really does. Any place that he goes to or deals with, there's always a good history behind it with good credible mediums or whatever. Right. Which makes me think like, okay, maybe he knows a little bit about what he's doing. But I do agree with you that it, it's always. Yeah. Dramatized. But I didn't know whatever the word I don't know is. how to say the word either. I didn't watch the episode of Deadly Possessions, though. Um, but I did go on Reddit and I read that people were, that he like actually blurred out her image and he oh, put wow. a warning for his viewers, like for their own safety. And that's the first time he's ever done that on oh, any type of that's doctor, yeah. any episode that he's ever released. But then they also said that he would just keep. Like, he did that the first time, and then he would keep, like, popping up the doll pictures, like, without any warning at all. Right. And where people would have to, like, look away. And a lot of people said that, like, they kind of were just on their phones, but just wanted to listen to his episode. Like, whoever, they're right. probably big fans. Um, and they're really, what's the word I'm looking for? Superstitious, yeah, I guess. Yeah, superstitious. Um, but they said that, like, even when they weren't watching the TV, they could picture what he was talking about right. like in their heads like they yeah they knew exactly what the doll looked like without even looking at the doll prior yeah that's so. how i kind of felt when i was watching it and when i was listening to and that's why we drink cover it but i get in my head so much i don't ever know if i'm actually like experiencing something or if I i'm feel doing that. it to myself you know yeah i do feel that so Anyways, uh, I love Peggy the Doll. Yeah, if it's you guys have cool gotten story. sick from this episode, I'm sorry, but also write us in a creepy account. Right. Like, I'm going to use this as a promo it. right now. Yeah. So You can send that in to Creeps and Crimes Podcast at gmail.com. Because, like, the story itself isn't really that creepy, but it's just the fact that she can reach out through... Well, people say technology. that she can reach out through technology. Well, we know that's a thing just because of energy, energy manipulation. Yeah, yeah you're right. It's just like... I don't know... Eventually, we need to cover another doll for them to compare it to Mm -hmm. because you can tell that it's a different strength. But, like, to me, I just don't really feel like it could be demonic. Why do people go after dolls? Uh, I don't know. I I don't know. Like, why attach yourself to a doll is my question. I don't know why not. I mean, I guess because, I mean, I know why, like, a D word you know, would do it. I don't want to say it anymore. Yeah. A D word would do it is because they, um, it, it would be played with by children and those are the easiest to yeah. possess, you know? Yeah. They that's say. True. So I don't know. And well, then also like imaginary friends and stuff. Like I literally think my Bobo, my lovey is still alive, you know? <laughs> like, yeah. Like talk to him. <laughs> oh God. So, you know. Yeah. Like any, like Shashar the cat. Yeah. Oh. Anyway, guys, um, <laughs> Patreon, if you made it through and you are still tempted to look at this doll, think it through. Think it through, and I wouldn't suggest doing it in your home. Yeah. Maybe do it while you're grounded out in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> yeah. Don't be doing that. And that is the story of Miss Peggy. That was the best. Uh, I, I loved hated it. it.
I loved it. Well, thank you. I love all the spooky this shit. This is the shit she signed me up for for her birthday episode. This is all that possesses through the computer, which is literally all we use. We have technology all around us right now. Literally microphones. She's like, yeah, favorite story. If you hear something creepy in our uh, oh, podcast, like yeah. if there's like Send a sound, because I, sometimes I can't listen to it all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> sometimes I can only listen to meets and, and, bits and pieces of us. And you, I didn't know that they released it. A listener's episode after. afterwards yeah but you got they have people write in on reddit because they have a right. pretty big reddit yeah crowd. they have a huge reddit crowd and if you just literally search pay the doll on reddit it'll all pop up and it'll usually say at um and people talk about what happened to them when they listen to their episode so yeah we should start a reddit thread okay creeps and crimes reddit thread Okay, we're starting it. Fine. Um, that's all I have today. So huge happy birthday to Miss Taylor. Thank you, um, thank you, thank you. I kind of wanted to, I guess, should we talk about the case of Summer a little bit more? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's get I, into guys, that. Guys, I have been like seriously invested in this case. She like has. I have been losing sleep. I've been blowing Taylor's phone up. I've joined numerous Facebook groups, um, numerous, I don't know, watched so many TikToks. Um, but what Threads. I wanted to talk about is... The fact that these, there's, I'm, I'm losing my train of thought here, but I have watched two different psychic mediums talk about um, what happened to this little girl. And I didn't know that psychic mediums like try to locate missing and murdered. Oh, I yeah. didn't like, I didn't know that. I thought it was more of like a personal reading. Well, I guess I did know that, but like not like current i guess for a few of my for the priceless pizza there was one that i've mentioned here but there's a lot that i don't put in because you can go to medium.com and read they'll like discuss the case the case files and then the reading that was felt off of it Mm -hmm. from multiple mediums and the reason i don't put them on a lot is because uh a lot of them are actually classified because police do use psychic they mediums do. in investigations. See, I didn't think that they I thought that they would maybe just like dismiss it cuz it's no. not Okay, that's good. I'm yeah. glad that they do. Um but anyway, if you guys have any information about Summer Wells, she is a blonde-haired 5-year-old. I want to say blue eyes. I yeah, should blue look this eyes. up real quick. Yeah, let's pull up the yeah, um we're going to pull up the missing child's poster and read it off to you guys because a lot of you guys that listen to us are in East Tennessee. So if you know anything about this case or have any tips or even like see the cars that the psychics have um, offered up from scene, we definitely want to get those tips put in and we're going to give you guys the phone number to the tip line. Our goal here is to never, ever have to cover this case. Right. Um, we hope that she's found safe and sound. Um, but Just Morgan, want this baby to be found because right. I am losing sleep over it. Um, the Amber Alert, Alert poster, her name is Summer Moon Utah Wells. She's five years old, female, white. Um, her hair is blonde. She has blue eyes. She's three feet tall, three foot tall. Um, she weighs 40 pounds. Missing from Rogersville, Tennessee, and she's been missing since June 15th, 2021. If you have any information or if you have seen Summer, oh, sorry, she was last seen wearing gray pants and a pink shirt, and she was possibly barefoot. So if you have any information regarding her whereabouts, you can contact the Hawkins County Sheriff's Office at 423-272-7121 or the TBI, which is the Tennessee Bureau of Investigation, at 1-800-TBI-FIND. So... 
hopefully this little baby girl can be found. Right. In the psychic medium that you sent me, there was a lot of conversation. And what she said she saw was um, a body of water. As a cliff. A cliff. But she was still alive at the time of this reading. Um, The word Colorado, she doesn't know if it's the place Colorado or um, there's a Chevy Colorado truck. That was red with four doors because she kept saying that she was seeing a four red... uh, a four-door red SUV, uh-huh. and she compared it to uh, a like Honda Accord. Yeah, and then she, but then like if you look at the truck, it has the th- same body shape at yeah. the front. Yeah, it's like they're it's eerily similar. And then um, tell them what you about the. So she she also saw a man with um, a pointy nose, mm-hmm. and he told her that she was going on an adventure, and that she um, knew him, and she knew him. And it did come up. I, you know, I don't really want to, like, spread a lot of speculation or anything, but this right. is just what I'm seeing on Facebook. But it did come up that this man was arrested for attempted kidnapping of a 12-year-old boy, I think, like, 20 minutes away, maybe a county over or in the same county. Um, and he absolutely – this was arrested yesterday, which would be June what? What's today's date? June 19th would have been yesterday. And he absolutely fits – this psychic medium's description. He drives a red pickup truck and he has a very long pointy nose and he is also friends with Miss Summer's grandmother and mother on Facebook. So Very interesting. Very interesting. We hope that there is, I don't know, no correlation. I hope this little girl just is missing in the woods. What's crazy, whenever Morgan said that to me, what's insane is that the psychic medium that read on TikTok was like, I feel like it's a person that's friend with the mom and the grandmother mm-hmm. and watched this little girl grow up from afar. And yeah. so it was like, make sure you're looking at your Facebook friends and stuff. So and this and this psychic medium released this two days prior to yes. this man getting arrested. No one had any radar of this man no, at all. No. So I'm really hoping that she is accurate on Summer still being alive or that Summer is still alive. Right, and not to be spreading any false information and if something changes before this episode is put out this thursday we'll jump on we'll um jump on and leave you guys a little thing at the end but um as of right now sunday june 20th we that is the latest that we have so all right ready to wrap it up let's wrap it up do we have any tfus I mean, we should okay i think we're gonna talk we'll do a quick tfu we haven't done one in a minute yeah okay all right cool What's our intro? Bye. Oh, yeah. Bye. Bye. (laughs) If you're driving, slow the fuck down. If you're drinking, don't fucking drive. And remember, this This is is Totally totally Fucked Up. up. All right, guys. That's what we should have named our podcast. I know. We really should have. Totally Fucked Up. That's such a good little intro right there. Yeah, I love it. Um, Anyway, so we have had a horrible speech problem this this entire entire episode. episode. We backtrack at one point. I think it... It was three words and like one sentence for Taylor. We were like joking about it, messing around. We're like, we're changing the drinking game. And then that was... It was a 10 minute conversation that we had to take out because every other word was the wrong word. Yeah, it was hilarious. I did it too. Numerous times. It was um, bad. We've had high nudes get you. Two of them. I told That's her. That's it. We're just a bunch of P words. P words. We got started and I told Morgan, I was like, two of these puts me out. And so we're like, okay, well, we're just going to eat while we do it. So we have like turkey sandwiches. That's another thing. We (laughs) can't eat while recording. We can't. We can't. We can't. It's not good. We'll just start talking and then I'll accidentally like grab a chip. (laughs) This is more than the entire time. 
<laughs> I'm like, whoa. So then we have to pause it, and then we sit there for 20 minutes talking while I'm eating a freaking thing of celery or a chip. Anyway. Anyway. Um, uh, we appreciate you guys for staying yeah. out with us a little bit. Our TFUs. I feel like they're just like. We're going to get hammered this next episode. Yeah. So episode 40. Let's y'all going to have to wait. <laughs> Not gonna have to wait a week, but uh, we're gonna record For us, it right now. It's gonna be one hour. It's gonna be really scary. So uh, let's get started. It took us four hours to record this episode, and it's only an hour and six minutes. Huh? It's four oh three. All right, we'll talk to you guys later. Bye, guys. Bye. <laughs>